Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District holds a special place in many of our hearts. They are a cornerstone and pillar of the Delhart community. The Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District helps take care of our family, friends, and more on a daily basis. They help keep us healthy with offering emergency care to labor and delivery, family medicine to assisted living, and much more. Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District is committed to providing the highest quality care close to home. In the know. To be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know, brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest, Coo Memorial Hospital District CEO, Casey Sneederjohn. We're here today. Uh, our first podcast is going to be with Casey Sneederjohn, CEO of the Kuhn Memorial Hospital. And we've called this segment In the Know. And our plan is to do podcasts every Thursday. Uh, they will air at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then we will replay these podcasts on our website under the tab. For instance, with Kuhn Memorial Hospital, it will be where their ad is on our website. You'll be able to link that and get this podcast if you have information that you need to hear again. And then in all likelihood, this will air a second time uh, so that if you missed it the first time or you have friends that need to hear it or want to hear it, we want to be able to make that available to you. So, Casey, welcome. Well, Dyke, thank you so much for inviting us. Uh, we're excited to get to speak on behalf of the hospital district. Well, I, I think the hospital district is an amazing thing. It's, it's part of our community that's, a, that's just so vital and important to us and sometimes uh, it's sort of like we don't know a lot about what's going on and it's good to know what's happening there so Casey first let me just start by asking a little bit about yourself well so I graduated from Texas Tech with an animal science degree I'm currently getting my master's in business administration with a focus in healthcare. I married my husband about the time that we were graduating from tech. He's a Sneeder John here in town, of course. Um, his family farms, and so he moved me back here. I'm from an even smaller community, if you can believe it, than Dalhart originally. I'm excited to be here. I have fallen uh, deeply in love with this community and am glad that I get to serve it in the way that I do currently. Well, one of the things that just uh, excites me about you being here and being the CEO is that you know, every time a young person steps up into a significant job, uh, it just brings new life and new leadership, and I just think that's terrific. Uh, you are the CEO of a company that's probably uh, the third or fourth largest employer in the community. Yeah, currently we have 280 employees, and all I can say is, is without the amazing management team that we have at the hospital district, I couldn't do it. I work with a great number of people that their only goal is to serve this community at the best of their ability. Well, as somebody who needs some of that care, I'm really glad that you're here and that the hospital's here. So I think it's important that the community understand what's happening at the hospital, uh, good and bad, and, uh, and what your interest in the community is. And let me start off a little bit with one of those things that maybe is a little bit negative, and that is that I understand that you've had some billing issues recently. How are we, you handling those, and what, what's going on? We have, and you know, I, I think the biggest thing is to get out 
how genuinely sorry that we are. I know this is a, a long-term issue that we have had. Um, I do think that I have brought in a, a very positive team. The CFO that we just recently hired on, she has 20 plus years of experience in billing alone, um, 11 as a CFO and was a CEO before that. And so she brings a lot of knowledge to the table. And so putting new policies and procedures in place to help fix the issues, I know she's already found some and I hope it will better fit this community. Uh, We want to get bills out more accurately and more quickly. Well, if somebody had a problem with a past billing issue, what do they do about that? I have had all kinds of ways that they have reached out. I actually received a letter the other day, um, and I had the opportunity to speak to her myself. I received voicemails, and we actually have a My Team page on our website that they're able to pick who they want to email. If they want to email me, my email is listed, and they are more than welcome, and I will either give them a call or I'll write them a letter once it's uh, fixed. Well, great. Well, I, one of the nice things about that is that these problems didn't have any negative effect on how on health and uh, outcomes, uh, just in how we pay for it, which I'm sure caused some frustration and some anxiety. But it sounds like you're out there trying to trying to fix it. It does, and I think the biggest thing is, and and I communicate this to my team all the time, is communication. You know, when they call, communicate every single piece of their bill and the problem that they are having, and then show them how you fixed it. Send them the new bill right then and there. And so I think getting more communication out into the community and showing them that we're trying to rectify the issues that we're having is is important. Sounds great. Well, you have some other things that are on the on the docket here. One is I think you're getting a new surgeon. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, yes. Dr. McNear, he was actually recommended to us by um, Dr. Sneederjohn, Blue Sneederjohn, who worked here years years ago. Um, Dr. McNear is out of Amarillo. He works with the BSA Health Group and with Northwest as well, and he is a general surgeon. Um, and he's coming to us every other Monday, starting on September 19th. And what kind of surgeries will he be doing? I don't know exactly what a general surgeon is. Um, a main piece that he will be doing for us is scopes. Uh, that That is a needed procedure here in town. Um, but he also does gallbladder removals, appendectomies, hernia repairs, thyroidectomies, mass removals, uh, and fine needle aspirations. And quite a bit more, but those are the big ones. Okay, and he's going to start here on September 19th? Yes. And that's a Monday coming up pretty quick. Yes, yeah. I think it's just uh, three weeks out. Okay, and and you're going to have a, a meet and greet for him. We will. He'll actually be here in Dalhart on the 12th, September 12th, uh, starting at 9 a.m. We're going to do donuts and coffee. Okay, and, and I just would welcome everybody to come out and, and meet the new surgeon, Dr. McNair. Uh, he's maybe, maybe, maybe you want to meet him now rather than when you really need him. Yes, yeah, and he is very personable. He actually, we were making the joke whenever we um, went to meet him to start the hiring process. He plays the guitar and sings, and so we have made the joke about trying to get him into either bingo or the steakhouse here in town to sing for Dalhart. So <laughs> fingers crossed we can get that done. Well, I just don't want him to sing while he's doing the surgery. I don't know. You know, when we went and toured their surgical group, they said he plays his music all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, so that meet and greet is September 12th from 9 to 11. So I think we'd invite everybody out to do that.
Uh, you also have a health fair coming up. Yes, uh, we had some great feedback on how we've done it the last couple years, and so we're going to continue to host it there in front of the assisted living. Um, it's going to start at 7 a.m. on October 27th, um, and everybody will basically just funnel through that parking lot. They'll be handed a goodie bag of um, vendor items, a voucher for free labs, um, and then I usually am out there, so if they have any issues, complaints, concerns, shout outs for any of our staff, they are more than welcome to stop me at that point as well. Okay, so if they have good things to say, you're welcome to hear them also. Yes, please. (laughs) It's always nice to hear the good things. (laughs) Okay, and that's happening on Thursday? Yes. October 27th. Yes, sir. So we're more than a month away, uh, but it's always good to have free things. So uh, we'll be looking forward to attending that health fair. Now, that's for everybody, anybody that wants to come driving through. Anybody that wants to come drive through, come grab a bag. We'll stay out. Uh, I think it technically ends at 9 a.m. We've been known to stay longer. So as long as we have a line of cars, we will be there. Tell us a little bit about your emergency room. There have been changes over time, and there have been times that we've had kind of what I would call rent-a-doc, and there's times that we've had uh, people that are there regularly and are regular physicians, and and it's, it seems to be an ever-changing mode, and, and uh, tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So we did used to contract out our ER department. So basically they brought in an ER doctor, and then our clinic doctors did most of our hospitalist work. We now have it where they're employed with the district. Um, So Dr. Tripp Stone, who actually lives here in town, and Dr. Andrea Bickerton are our two main full-time doctors for the ER department. So they do both our ER and our hospitalist work. So if somebody's in there for 24-hour OBS or an inpatient stay or swing bed, they're normally, unless their PCP wants to follow them from the clinic, going to be seen by the ER doctors. I think a beneficial part of that is one quality. We know what we're going to get because um, I interviewed them. I was a part of their process getting hired on, and I know what their education is and their backgrounds. Um, But also, you know, in the past, because of how hard our clinic providers work, being called in all the time, and then you had your contract doctors coming in, we transferred a lot out. And I know how hard that is on families if it's an elderly patient who is sent out having to drive to Amarillo or Lubbock. Um, And so now we have it where if you're seen in the ER, we can actually provide you care in our hospital as well, if you meet those standards, I guess. Okay. Well, in the hospital, um, the Kuma Memorial Hospital system, uh, is the nursing home and is the uh, legacy part of that hospital system? Yes. Yep. So the so currently we have the two rural health clinics. We have PTOT and speech therapy. We have the nursing home, the assisted living, and we have hospice. Wow. So I guess it's a good thing that you have some background in HR because you're dealing with a lot of people. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And, and and you're probably running the third or fourth largest company or agency or organization in the community. Yes. Uh, currently, I believe we have around 280 employees that are employed through the hospital district. Um, I can't take very much credit for that. I have an amazing team of directors and managers that um, I can tell you I wouldn't be here without them. They they should really get the pat on the back for, for running the hospital district. I'm just there to help organize. <laughs> well, you know, I think sometimes everybody in the district needs a little pat on the back. Just 
I mean, I, I realize how much they're there to help us. And sometimes we look at it like they're obligated in some way, but really it's a service to all of us. Uh, and one we hope we don't need too often, but when we need it, uh, it's great to have it there. Absolutely. You know, I, I feel bad for some of the employees there. They hear a lot of the the issues and not enough of the shout outs. We actually started a messages of gratitude where a patient can go in and shout out the care that they received if they thought it was good so that they can start hearing that because, you know, they're only there to serve the community that they live in. 99% of our employees live here in Dalhart and they're just there to take care of their family, their friends, their neighbors the people that are here that's why they work there and so hearing the things that they're doing that are positive that that's helpful because especially after this pandemic burnout's real in healthcare, and they need to continue to feel appreciated well tell me a little bit about how the pandemic changed life in the hospital well um, i think the biggest negative that the employees would tell you is they still have to wear masks in patient care areas um, it hurt us as far as expenses go you know covid was expensive um, we did increase our patient load but we increased our expenses Healthcare has seen a very big dip in employment retention and so low staffing has hurt us a lot um, which affected our expenses so how do you how do you recruit people for the hospital district our hr department um, they post on indeed we do facebook posts we go to colleges we go to career fairs um, we have even gone as far as blind calling people um, that are registered nurses and lvns there's lists out there if you can believe it with people's numbers on it and so that's that's the main way that we recruit and then of course word of mouth okay great well let me change gears just a little bit because we've handled most of the things about the hospital district and I always like to have just a little bit of fun toward the end uh, so let me just ask you this just a personal question are you ready for this I think so okay as a child Casey what was your favorite toy oh um Hmm, that's a pretty good uh, well okay so you're probably gonna laugh but the memory that comes to mind is one Christmas I got a pink Barbie Jeep that I got to drive around and it was one of the Christmases where I'm from and it didn't snow like it does here on Dalhard and it had just barely snowed and I can remember driving that Barbie Jeep in the snow I think that would probably be my favorite toy when I was a kid well, somehow or other, that seems to fit somebody who comes from a small town that has an ag background. So, yeah. Casey, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. And uh, this is our the end, really, of our first uh, In the Know podcast. We hope that you as listeners enjoy it. Uh, it's been brought to you by Coon Memorial Hospital. Delhart is getting a new general surgeon. Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District will be hosting a meet and greet with their new addition, David McNear, MD. With more than 31 years of experience, Dallam Hartley County's Hospital District is excited to have Dr. McNear on board. Join them in the hospital lobby September 12th from 9 to 11 a.m. for this amazing meet and greet. All are welcome and may receive complimentary thyroid and CMP labs if interested. Another plus, no need to fast beforehand. Grab a donut, meet Delhart's newest addition, and get free free lab work all in one quick visit.